listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Top of the morning to you, where we ask the question, if there's no football being played this weekend, is it still a football Friday? How the heck are you? Miller and Moulton here on the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. So is it still a football Friday? Football Friday. Oh, it's been declared. (laughs) Yes, it is. See, I don't know about that. The Pro Bowl? Like I said, there's no football being played this weekend. (laughs) It's not even a game. First off, Felipe, it wasn't a game to us while it was still a game the last 10 to 15 years. But those that would say, no, 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 it counts. It's still a game. Well, technically, they were right. Helmets and shoulder pads, right? Isn't that the minimum requirement? That is the minimum requirement, David. When you are now wearing flags, that is not football. (laughs) Shorts and a jersey does not count. And, you know, no offense to all the young little kids that are playing flag football. You're all doing a wonderful thing, and go get them. We're not talking about you. So, dads, I don't want those texts saying, my eight-year-old plays flag football, and it's real. I got you glad you got that out and i'm glad you got that out with that voice too i'm groggy this morning wait 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 groggy groggy why i i don't know (laughs) i had a a little early no i I had a you know i got a shot yesterday and and it's messing with me okay Everything all right? Everything's fine. It was a vaccine shot, and it just it's messing with me, and I feel a little off. I feel a little groggy. Okay. So that's probably where the <laughs> came from. <laughs> Got to admit, if that's what it takes to get that, I'm, I may ask if you could get three of those a week. <laughs> could you do that again? <laughs> we're, we're ready to go, folks. <laughs> What's in this coffee? I feel like an old school coach is at the front of the room. Are you ready? Absolutely. That is uh, the voice of an offensive line coach right there. Definitely, David. Uh, either that or a disgruntled gra- a spouse in a marriage. One or the other. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. I did enjoy... And, and I understand that people are getting annoyed with him. You know, and by him, I mean Aaron Rodgers. You know, they're, they're annoyed. You know, too much, too much diva for too long. I get it. All right. But I guess he was asked the question about, you know, possible places where he could end up. And somebody brought up the Niners and he said, yeah, I'm not going to San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, he, he he made it sound as if the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, okay, was on his list before the Niners were. And I'm just trying to figure out, is he still holding a grudge from draft day? Is it, Does this go back to 06? Would it surprise you if he was? Or 05? Oh, no. And I'm not sure, David, if the fact that you, when he said that, that it very well ties to him not being drafted by them. 
I'm not sure if you love it, can't get enough of it. I mean, because that that even outdoes you in holding a grudge. Yeah. I, I mean, he's had, although the Niners have caused him a lot of angst, they didn't draft him. All right. And that's where he wanted to go. And so he had to sit for three years behind Favre. And the Niners have beaten him pretty regularly in the playoffs. So I could see where the Niners have caused him some angst. But it was just funny. It was like, no, nah, I'm not going to the Niners. Oh, all right. How about Saskatchewan? Are they still in play? So you'll take the Jets over the Niners is what you're telling me. <laughs> just You'll take the Rough Riders over the Niners is what it sounds like. Man. So, yeah. Come on. I, I love a guy who can hold a grudge. Absolutely. Come on. What is it that we like? What is it that sports needs to thrive? What is the oxygen of sports? Angst. Thank you. Now, the closer you get to the collegiate level, the more it needs the angst. I mean, college sports thrives on the angst. It Without angst, it, they got nothing. They really do. But I, I like a little angst in, in, in my pro sports. I want grudges. You know, Derek Carr asked last night, Hey, you know, your deadline's coming up here in like less than two weeks. You know, if uh, the Raiders are having trouble trading you, you know, would you move the deadline? No. No, that's a their problem. He all but said, no, that's a their problem. He was gold last night. Throws it really well and has the line. Have you ever been this hot in Vegas? No, that's why they're getting rid of me. I mean, (laughs) he was terrific. (laughs) He did make a good point, though. He said, it was kind of what Aaron Rodgers hinted at a couple days ago, in which he said, you know, I hear the Packers are, you know, having meetings, talking about the future. It's interesting. I have a no-trade clause, and I haven't been invited to any of these meetings. And Derek Carr basically said the same thing last night. He's like, well, they haven't given us permission to talk to anybody. But then again, I have a no-trade clause, and I may just have to use it. <laughs> which uh Derek we've worked out a trade for you to go to I, I ain't going there well what's the bonus he what's the date that he gets the bonus by where they you know they it's 40 million or whatever it's the 15th it's three days after the Super Bowl and that's why if he was asked last night hey if the they're having trouble working out the you know a deal or what have you are you inclined to move the date and he's like no hell no would have been a better answer <laughs> Right. See, that's their problem. <laughs> no, I'm either getting 40 million guaranteed on Wednesday the 15th, or I'm getting cut or traded. And they can't trade me unless I give the okay. And that's why he's like, so I think it'd be in your best interest to allow me to talk to places. Would seem to make sense to let him yeah. work out the deal. Well, or at least just have a pretty good feeling about, you know, hey, well, I talked to this team and I talked to this team and I talked to this team and, you know, I kind of like what they had to say. And, you know, I'm fine if you work out a deal to any of those three places. And then, you know, the organization can make the best deal for them. But, I mean, this is interesting. I mean, they got nothing right now and they are just throwing him on the scrap heap of life. (laughs) After, After a year that went really well also. So it's an interesting, you know, movement here by the GM and the coach. Right, because and, you could see them going right in the tank after this. Because there's nothing there and they weren't good. 
is he the second best quarterback that we think is going to be available? Because we're thinking that Roger, we're leaning towards Rogers is going to be elsewhere. I mean, you know, and we don't think that Lamar is going anywhere else. We think that they will tag him in some way and may even, they all but said, by the way, we'll put the tag on him so that nobody can even talk to him. We're not even going to play the the game to try to save a few million bucks. We're just going to exclusively tag him and, and, you know, that's it. I don't think it's close that it's Carr as the second best quarterback. What do you put Tannehill there? Well, that's that's why I'm asking. I mean, you know, some people don't like Derek Carr. Some people view Derek Carr before Cousins of the year that he had this year. You know what Kirk Cousins, the feeling people had towards Kirk Cousins. And even those that don't like him had to admit, eh, he's pretty damn good this year. All right, but before this year, they were like, man, I just, no, Cousins will get you fired. No, 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 I, I can't have Kirk Cousins. I don't care what his stats are in fantasy. I don't care. Don't like him. Well, now that's that's Derek Carr. A year ago at this time, Derek Carr, leader, put the Raiders on his back, carried them through all the turmoil and what have you, was very eloquent, heartfelt about everything the organization went through, went five of their last six, led them to the playoffs. He was the top 10 quarterback in the league. Bottom of the top 10, but he was the top 10 quarterback in the league. And now he's become pond scum overnight, at, least with, at least with Las Vegas. Bum. Get rid of him. Don't want him. Now, a lot of what Vegas is doing we know is financial. They don't want to pay him all that money, and I don't. I get it. But what do you think ends up happening? I, I think he ends up getting cut because I don't think – I don't think they're going to get a deal done. Well, if they don't let him talk to anybody, I definitely think he's going to end up cut because he's not going to approve a trade. If you had a no trade clause and they traded you somewhere, even if you thought, I have to admit that's not a bad place, but you didn't have the ability to talk to the GM and coach and offensive coordinator of where you were going, wouldn't you just say no to the deal? I could always sign there as a free agent in an hour, but I'm not going to agree to it now. I'm going to keep my options open. The contract goes with the trade, though, right? And that's the whole thing. They're going to want to renegotiate. Anybody that gets them has got to renegotiate this deal in record time as well. Well, right. It's the $40 million guaranteed on the 15th. Yes. That's why there's probably three or four teams out there that would be willing to take on Derek Carr and the contract. But I'll bet you there's five or six more that would be very interested if they could get Derek Carr with a blank slate. Oh, we get to negotiate a new contract. Okay. No, we're real interested now. Because they could probably, and they could look at Derek Carr and say, listen, we can work out a three, four-year thing where you'll make just as much money as you would have made in Vegas, but we'll just structure it in a way where it's a little more cap-friendly. What do you say? They're a big fella. So to us, he holds all the cards right now. And they're not even letting them lead. Not even letting them talk to the dealer. It's kind of like you try to engage in some small talk. Hey, how you doing tonight? And the pit boss comes in and says, you're not allowed to speak. I'm sorry, what? Can I get a drink? No. And that's where we are with Derek Carr right now. Zip, zilch, nada from the Raiders.
and they're barbing words. That makes it more fun. Like if I said to Bucks fans right now, hey, Derek Carr is your quarterback next year. How would you feel? That's it. That's just that generic. You know, uh, well, what are the terms? No, 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 no. Let's just, come on. We all know the general vicinity of what he's going to get paid. Okay? We know what the going rate is for quarterbacks. Hey, Tampa Bay fans, Derek Carr is your quarterback next year. Thumbs up. Yes, no, maybe so. There it huh? is. Huh? There it is. 21,000. Yes, no, maybe so. It's our first one of the day. <laughs> one day this might be a segment. I'm telling you right now. It's well, It's got potential. Miller and Moulton. Hoping that we have potential as well right here on the Florida Sports Network. You're listening to Miller and Moulton exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, top of the morning to you, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, Florida Sports Network.com. So I have a question. Uh, do you have a, a line in the sand when it comes to second? slash third chances, or is it kind of a, a case-by-case thing? It's a case-by-case for me. Okay. it's fair enough. I've done There's... enough questionable things that I have to I have to look at each case on its own. Now, come on now. All right? How many things have you done where if you were a prominent member, like publicly known member of a professional organization, that that organization would have to cut you because of what you did. 13? <laughs> wow. Wow, you, you've got a lot more game than I thought. Damn. You sound like the college football fan who's like, you know, I'll tell you, when we were started to lose, we stopped having our guys get arrested. Okay, and now that we got guys getting arrested again, I know we're getting pretty good. Hmm. No, seriously. Come on. You have you done one thing? Probably. Two? Uh, maybe, but one for sure. Okay. Okay. So I asked because, you know, the like Trevor Bauer, you know, the Dodgers came out and publicly the other day said, Oh, yeah, it was unanimous, which I have to admit. Man, when you listen to the two sides talk, it was as if they're living in two different worlds. I mean, Bauer's side is like, yeah, we were talking to the Dodgers every day. You know, and the Dodgers are making it seem like, oh, well, fait accompli. We weren't bringing them back. And the Bauer camp's like, yeah, we were talking every day. And we thought we were coming back. They didn't give us any indication we weren't coming back. And the Dodgers are making it sound like they assigned Tony the intern down the hall to just ah, just talk to the Bauer camp for 20 minutes every day. Just stall them. Don't tell them what we're really up to. But I mentioned it because uh, Bengals running back Joe Mixon here, uh, who's got a history. Yes, he does. Going back to college and where he struck a woman. Well, let's be honest. If we... Joe Mixon, and somebody pointed this out a few days ago, 
that the difference between Joe Mixon and Ray Rice is we had video of Ray Rice and we did not have video of Joe Mixon. If we had video of Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon never would have played in the NFL. In fact, I don't know if Joe Mixon ever would have played another down in college football. But Joe Mixon got involved in an incident in, I think, 2014, and there was no video of it. But he ended up being – but people were able to say, oh, yeah, I mean, he just slugged. David, there, there was video of it. I thought that there wasn't video of him slugging the woman. There was video of him arguing with the woman, but I didn't think there was video of him slugging the woman. Well, wasn't the college if incident? so, I, I, then obviously I'm completely wrong. I thought there was, I mean, I thought the bar video okay. had it. Right. But he was in college. Right. So, and oh, he was suspended for a full season in college, and that incident cost him being drafted in the first round. He got drafted in the second round instead. And when it comes to law enforcement, Joe Mixon hasn't been in trouble since, right? Nope. Until okay, now. And I'm being told there is video. Until, All right, my bad. until now. We're apparently back in January, a few apparently weeks ago. The, apparently the day before they like went to go beat Buffalo. And he pointed a gun at a woman and threatened her, obviously. And he's got a year left on it. He's like 25, 26 years old. He's got a year left on his contract. And, um, you know, whether there's video of this or not, in the day and age that we're in now. So it's two violent acts against women. Right. And right now, over under... How many downs Joe Mixon ever plays again in the National Football League? And the over-under is one. I would go under. I would. I don't know. I don't know how you bring him back if you're Cincinnati. You gave him a second chance. He blew that second chance. And it, you know, it took him five, six years to blow it. Because I think he came into the draft when he was 20. And I think he's been with the Bengals half a dozen years. But and I'm being told I was wrong. There is video of it. I didn't think there was video of the punch. I thought there was like video of the argument. So my bad. Which now, when you look back, by the way, wow. But I think even... it didn't come out until a couple of years after it happened, David. I think that's part of what it was. Gotcha. I think okay. that the incident happened in 14, and I didn't. Th- I think it was a judge released the video, but it was much later when the case was settled. So, gotcha. Was he already in the NFL or I don't know. I forget the particulars, but because remember, you know, Ray Rice got a two game suspension and everybody was fine with it. And then the elevator video got released and Ray Rice never played it down again in the NFL. And so what I will say, sorry, Mark Mixon's lawyer says, this is a complete rush to judgment. He never should have been charged. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's what his lawyer's going to say. Right. That's usually what lawyers say. My guy's innocent. That's why you pay them a lot of money to do that. Well, sometimes they say no comment, though. 
because I mean, if you pointed a gun at somebody, I mean, it, there seems to be not a lot of ambiguity there. I mean, you and I look for the gray a lot, but yeah, there's no maybe so here, David. You've been having fun with yes, no, maybe so. There is no maybe so here. This is either yes, he pointed the gun at her, or no, he didn't point the gun at her. And if yes is the answer, ultimately, I think Joe Mixon's done in the league. I do too. Done. I do too, because once again, and sometimes we come off a little flippant when we say this, but sometimes it does come down to, uh, yeah, who's going to handle the presser? Who's going to handle the 17 questions back to back to back to back about why it is we signed this guy and we're giving him a second chance? And, you know, do any of you have daughters? Are you married? You know, all of those questions that are going to come. And if you say, well, we're just going to release a statement. Yeah, at some point in time, you're going to have to answer this. So this is well, now the biggest story in bingo land since the loss. And we will find out if Miller and Moulton are close to right on this one or if Cincinnati will keep on keeping on with Joe Mixon. And for what it's worth, if they end up deciding to cut him, and he has one guaranteed year left on his contract. It'll cost them between what his salary was going to be and, and what the dead cap hit will be. It'll cost them over $7 million. Oh, I'm sorry. They'll save $7 million, but he'll still count about $5.5 million on next year's cap. But So I'm just you know, curious, what, you know, what are the things that – you're willing to, you know, allow a second chance for. Yeah, punching women and guns aren't high on my list of giving second chances. No, not 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 high on mine. Obviously, I, you know, we never would have had anything to do with them after uh, the incident that he had in college. But you know, and remember, the Bengals have given a lot of second chances. Even Marvin Lewis. I mean, the Bengals have been known for over a generation. They, they'll give you a second chance. Now, third chance? Mm, not necessarily. I mean, they have a Joe Burrow, but they still want that stadium. They don't need bad PR there. Correct. Correct. And maybe they figure, ah, you know what? We can find a running back. May not be as good. We'll just have Joe throw the ball two or three more times a game. Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes before the hour, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network. FloridaSportsNetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us. Pat Kerwin will join us at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. We'll talk some pucks. It's the all-star break, baby. They're in the sunshine state. Greg Wyshynski. He will join us in the 8 o'clock hour as well. Right now it is time for... The Starting Five. Five stories you need to know. It's the starting five on Miller and Moulton. Here's number one. 
A warrant is out for Bengals running back Joe Mixon's arrest. Allegedly, he pointed a gun at a woman. The day before Cincinnati, he flew to Buffalo to beat the Bills. Mixon's lawyer says he expects the charges to ultimately be dropped. This is a rush to judgment. He never should have been charged. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Mixon has a year left on his contract at $12 million per. If cut, the Bengals would save over $7 bucks. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr said at the Pro Bowl in Vegas he has no intention of extending his February 15th trigger date. The reason it's being referred to as a trigger date is it's three days after the Super Bowl. And if the Raiders don't trade him or cut him, then the $40 million guaranteed counts on their cap. So uh, the thought is they're going to trade him or cut him before then. And he obviously now wants out. So he says, no, I'm not going to extend it. It's a great Derek Carr's agent did a great job, a great service to him. This almost seems like how did they miss the details in this? But the date on this is ridiculous and good for Carr's agent. And a year ago this time, that seemed like a foregone conclusion. Of course, we're going to want Derek Carr on our roster and 40 millions to go in rate. So what the heck? Carr did say he would like to be able to talk to potential trade partners, but the Raiders are not allowing him to speak to anyone. So, of course, by the way, there's no communication going up. I mean, it's not like his agent and agency. They're not talking to any teams about anything. Not any other clients, nothing. No hypothetical conversations. Hey, hypothetically, if you had one of the top quarterbacks available, dot, dot, dot. None of those conversations are taking place. Uh, Carr did say to the Raiders, you know, if you're going to keep this up, I do have the no trade clause, just so you know. I could just keep going, nope, mm-mm, no. So we'll see what happens. February 15th is the date. NBA, Bam Adebayo selected to the All-Star game for the Heat. Well-deserved. Oh, I will say, Felipe, four-foot par-putt clap there, that there are, Mark, I think a lot more deserving All-Stars than there are spots in the All-Star game. I think that's a fair statement in this game right now. Well, the NBA doesn't do the, hey, you got to have one member from every team. They've got, I think, 12 spots in the East and 12 spots in the West. Well, you, I agree. Yeah. But what usually ends up happening every year is that there's always replacements. Someone always gets injured, and then there's the injury all replacement all-star. Kind of like right, Tyler I, Huntley. Right. But there's not nearly as many in the NBA as there are in the NFL. But there is an expectation that two of the all-star starters – Kevin Durant in the East and Zion Williamson in the West are not going to partake in the festivities. So that will allow one from each side, you know, whoever it is that you think is, can't believe they're not an all-star. Well, maybe they will be here. Give it a, give it a couple days. So bam with 32 points, nine rebounds, by the way, but RJ Barrett was actually spotted at a Knicks game. That hasn't happened much lately. He had 30 and the Knicks held off the heat. 106, 104. LeBron at 26, Lakers rallied furiously in the fourth quarter in Indianapolis and beat the Pacers 112-111. 
They were down 14 early fourth. LeBron at 26 points. He is 63 points away from becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. He's averaging right around 30 a game. So does he fit it in in two games, or does he need the start of three games from now before he passes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? By the way, Giannis with 54. Third time he's had 50 this year. Bucks edged the Clippers 106-105. This was Vegas's preseason NBA Finals. Would the Clippers miss seven of their last eight shots or all eight of their la- their last eight shots and losing that game last night? They yeah. had all kinds of chances. Yeah, and had the lead late and let it slip away. But this was the Vegas betting favorite for the NBA Finals. Clippers were actually the lowest odds on the board, and Milwaukee along with Boston right there for second lowest odds. Well, tell you what, we get six or seven of those, 106, 105. That wouldn't be bad. By the fifth or sixth one, some people might actually watch. Exactly. They're going to sit out the first four. I mean, Bucks and Clippers. I mean, please. I mean, Felipe will be, you know, at a watch party with him and eight people. <laughs> uh, Cavs, this was interesting. Donovan Mitchell got in a fight, got ejected. It was a really close game when that happened. Without Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs. Put the Grizzlies to bed, 128-113. Chicago beat Charlotte by 16. Man, it's funny that Jordan holds such a grudge against Barkley for saying something about eight years ago, which he said, you know, Michael just hasn't figured out the whole executive thing yet. And Jordan hasn't talked to him since. Boy, Charles was really wrong about that, huh? Sure was. About them Bobcats, Hornets, whatever the heck they are. Um, Dallas edge, New Orleans, 111, 106. You'll love this Mark. You know how the referees in the NBA have the final two minute report, which usually comes out the day later in which they acknowledge what they got right and what they got wrong in the final two minutes of every game. Well, they didn't even wait like 30 minutes last night and the league and the officials came out and said, yeah, we really stuck it to the Pelicans. We called the turnover on them with six seconds the ball when they had the ball, and yeah, he wasn't out of bounds. That shouldn't have been a turnover. That was a steal. And uh, then when uh, time went off the clock and uh, the Pelicans were arguing, hey, the clock was stopped and we lost two seconds. You got to put two seconds back on, and they didn't. And they came out and said, yeah, we got that wrong too. So... So it was a good night in Dallas. Luca got hurt, by the way. Hurt his heel. Pay attention to that. Mavs beat the Pelicans 111-106. Warriors lost on the road again, Mark. Jokic with his 17th triple-double. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 16 assists. Denver beat them by 17. College Hoops, the nation's longest winning streak, was snapped. FAU's 20-game winning streak did not survive a trip to Birmingham. UAB beat them 86-77. FGCU lost their fourth in a row. They lost to the last place team in the A-Sun at home. FIU beat Charlotte on the road. Mark in Jacksonville, it was the River City Rumble. Okay. Higher City shuts down. It's like a Jags playoff game. Right. River City Rumble, that sounds like uh, a good wrestling match. You know, it really does. And in Jacksonville, we've got the River City Rumble. 
What do you think? Is that a Tuesday night show? I mean, what does that sound? That can't be a Saturday. No, Jacksonville's a Friday-Saturday show for sure. Jacksonville, so, you know what? Jacksonville's on Friday, and on Saturday we'll be in the Omni in Atlanta. Nah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. North Florida won the Rumble over JU, 76-63. Stetson beat North Alabama by 22. Women's hoops, FGCU, FIU, Florida State, Florida, FAU, Miami, and Stetson all won. Big win for Miami in double overtime. They're a bubble team in women's hoops. Uh, JU lost to FGCU, and North Florida lost to Stetson. Mark Golf, listen, you'll love the leaderboard at Pebble. It's boy, oh boy. I mean, the PGA Tour's got it going on with this leaderboard. Give it to me, David. Hank Lebiota. Yep. He's eight under. He has a one-shot lead over three golfers who you also have never heard of. Aaron Baddeley, however, is in a group tied for fifth. You've heard of him. You just hadn't heard from him in five or so years. Right, but you've heard of him at least. And he's uh, kind of at the bottom of the first page of the leaderboard. Jordan Spieth, probably the biggest name in the event. And he's one under, which right now is on the cut line. Hey, the Saudi Invitational is going on. No, that's not an LIV event. It's an Asian tour event. But it's got LIV players in it, like DJ Phil, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. But here's the funny thing, Mark. It's also got PGA Tour players in it, like Cam Young, Cameron Champ, Lucas Herbert, Mito Pereira, Sebastian Munoz. They all got exemptions from the tour to play in this event in Saudi Arabia. Don't know how those PGA guys can take that money. Well, it's Asian tour money. Oh, okay. Who's the sponsor? Well, it's it's Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just checking. Same same people who sponsor the The Live Tour. The Tour. Okay. Now, they're going to claim it's a different sponsor. It's a a different hallway. No, 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 no. We get our checks to the left on the LIV Tour, but no, no, no. We go to the right to get them for this tournament. And uh, one other sports note. Marlins, tell you what, they're going to arbitration with like three players. Now, there was at least a $1.1 million difference between them and newly acquired Luis Arise, but Arise beat him in arbitration. The American League batting champion from a year ago is going to make $6.1 million this year. The Marlins had said he's not worth a dime over five. But the Marlins are going to arbitration with a pitcher. Over $225,000. Well, they're up against the cap. Oh, there isn't one. Don't you just say, hey, how about we split the difference? I mean... It's not the best look, but it's very Marlins-esque. They are as cheap as organizations come. Arise, by the way, has four years until free agency. So, expected to be a nice bat at the top of the order. Marlins trying to improve their offense. They've got the pitching. They need hitting. I do think they've improved the top of their order. Don't know if they've improved the middle of their order, however. And at 10 minutes before the hour, that was... That was the starting five every weekday morning at this time on Miller & Moulton. And if you're wondering why no hockey, it's because it's the all-star break. 
and everybody's partying in South Beach or close to it. So Mickelson jumped back on Twitter yesterday. Oh. Uh, account called Flushing. It said if there was an LIV versus PGA Tour team event right now in a Ryder Cup format with Tiger and Phil as captains, it would be the most watched golf event in history. Phil replied, it sounds great, but we would dominate them so soundly and it would be over so quickly that TV would have to fill an hour of dead time. That's why it's not happening at this time. Oh, snap. Look at Phil going all wrestler wearing the black hat. He didn't like it at first, like most of them don't, but now he's back embracing it a little bit. Once he realized, well, there's nothing I can do or say that's going to change this narrative. So, oh, well, might as well just roll with it. I will say, though, Tiger as captain, Phil as captain, and, I mean, is there any way to have – how about if it ended in a tie, Tiger and Phil decide sudden death? In. Match play. I saw someone else on Twitter that said, how about Tiger against Phil? Okay. Losers tour goes away. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in for any part of live golf versus PGA golf. This is the modern day ABA WHA, the USFL, all the leagues that you've heard us talk about. This league is there and is continuing to grab players. We all know the purses are outrageous. And I believe at some point they're going to get world golf ranking points. Although Cameron Smith came out earlier this week and said, you know, I think the world golf ranking is becoming obsolete and they're doing it to themselves. We'll see how the majors play ball going forward because that's where the ranking points actually matter. Miller and Moulton. Pretty good show lined up rest of the day. Pat Kerwin, Greg Wyshynski will join us in the 8 o'clock hour to talk a little NFL and a little NHL as well. 21,000 is the text line. It is open as always for your comments about anything that may be going on in the show. Thanks so much for listening right here. Miller and Moulton, where else? the Florida Sports Network.